extremely excited <clears throat> about this year's team. I think that um, in Kyle's introduction, um, the thing that stood out the most to me is that we have 10 returning players um, with uh, you know varsity experience here at BYU on our team. I think that uh, the six juniors and eight, uh, I mean, uh, two s seniors give us eight upperclassmen. And I think the excitement just stems from the, the history of uh, our program. Our, our best teams have been when we've had um, very good, um, experienced players in our program, seniors and juniors, with really talented young sophomores and, and freshmen. And I think that's, that's the mix of our roster this year. I think Rylan uh, is ready to really step in and help us, and, and Connor and, um, and Evan, uh, Gavin, and... Uh, uh, Colby, uh, Colby Lee, those three, four guys are, are bringing a great deal of uh, talent and energy, uh, size, and, and just waiting to get out on the court and, 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 and gain the experience here at this level. I think that uh, the returning juniors uh, are the guys that I think um, kind of the, the, the mainstay of our program as far as the guys that have played and, and really performed well for us over the years. Luke is a senior with great leadership uh, capabilities. And then McKay is, uh, came on and, and really helped us last year in a, a really tough situation uh, when he was declared eligible, you know, kind of in the middle of the preseason schedule. But that junior class uh, with Yoli and, and Jashir and TJ and Nick and Dalt and Zach, I mean, that's, that's a, a, a really uh, exciting group of guys that I'm uh, looking forward to uh, getting on the court and going to battle with. So. Um, I, I think that you know we've got a, a preseason schedule that's been put together um, to help us to, to qualify for the NCAA tournament. If we can actually uh, get the wins that we need from um, from that schedule, uh, with the league going to a 16-game schedule, uh, allowing us two extra preseason games, uh, we scheduled a, a SEC team on the road and then started a home-and-home home with uh, San Diego State with those two games. And I think that if we can continue to do that over the next couple of years, it'll really uh, increase the, um, the power of our non-conference preseason schedule and, and help us prepare for our league and hopefully help us uh, uh, be in the conversation for an NCAA bid at the end of the year. I think when you know every year we get here and, and uh, there'll be a question somewhere like, what are your expectations for this team? And... So I, I think that uh, over the years, you guys that have been here for a while understand that, you know, our expectations are to win. And we, uh, we believe that we can win every game we play. It hasn't happened yet. Uh, I hope that there's a season that's magical like that. But uh, I also believe we can, you know, win a conference championship, conference tournament championship, and get to the NCAA tournament in advance. And... And we've done that, and we've had real success with it. The problem is, the last couple of years, uh, we've been an, an NIT team, and so it leaves our roster with just a couple guys who have been to uh, the NCAA tournament. I think Luke's got two NCAA tournament appearances, and and uh, Dalt's uh, got one. And you know, the rest of the guys are are really anxious to put a season together that can help us do that. So, um, with that. Being said, I'm, I'm extremely excited to get this thing going. I, I think that our our preseason practices to this point have been uh, extremely competitive. There's a lot of energy in the gym. I think guys know that there's a lot of minutes uh, to be had, 
and they're all competing for those minutes right now. So uh, I know that most of the time you, you get, I get asked at this point who would be the starting five uh, at this point, and I think that we're probably you know close to more of a starting seven or starting eight, uh, and we'll have to narrow that down over the, the course of the next three weeks or so. So with that, I'll, I'll answer any questions. Yeah. With that experience you talk about, how does that manifest itself in practice and then in games? What, what do you expect to gain from that? Is well, I, I, can, I can just tell you that in practice for the, to this point, compared to the first five or six practices last year, um, you know, things are quicker, a lot more uh, precise. We're, we, the, the guys understand what we're doing, and we're trying to bring the other guys along. It's interesting. We've had uh, some discussion with some of the players that we're moving pretty fast, and they've come to us, some of the older guys, and said, hey, listen, maybe we need to spend a little more time with some of these newer guys because we want to make sure that they can stay at the pace with us. And I think it's uh, you know a valid point, but I, I think that we don't only feel it. I think our players feel it too. They know that uh, we're moving along at a pretty good clip, and hopefully we can you know, be at a, uh, further along when we start. We've we got a real challenge. Uh, our opening game, and looking forward to uh, playing Nevada at their place, and hopefully we'll be in, you know, in pretty good form to be able to go over there and compete for for a win. It's great to have him back, and and and, and Nick is uh, in a a unique role for him right now. We've got him playing on the white team, on the scout team. Um, so he's with the, 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 you know, basically the second unit each day and, um, and sometimes just with the practice guys. But it's given him a chance to just kind of be free and play and compete and feel uh, really positive and exciting, excited to be in the gym. Uh, he's back to that guy who's one of the first ones in and one of the last ones to leave, which is a, uh, a great thing to see for him to, to have – uh, to feel really comfortable in there and want to be in there, and, and then you know when you see him, you see him play, uh, you know, in, in practice, he's extremely aggressive. I think he has, um, he's grown up a lot, but he he has a real special place in his competitive spirit for this game now. After not uh, playing for a year and and wondering if he would play again, and so uh, uh, I I have a lot of conversation with Nick during the week and. Uh, Doing really well in school, had a great semester in the summer, and I think back on track to uh, to be able to uh, you know, get himself a degree and and have a great college career. I think that uh, you know the the Knicks reinstatement. Uh, has been completed, and we know what you know, you know the the issues are with that as far as him being able to to, to compete after nine games, um, and the enforcement part of it is still uh, we're waiting for to to hear from them, and I think that um, we're looking at least as a group feel like uh, the the closure to that should be sometime right around the the, the first you know of uh, of November when we start, and and hopefully we'll be able to get that and, 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 uh, and get it behind us and then be able to move forward.
of a dis discussion to appeal that decision for Nick to try to reduce the number of games? Well, that was a, uh, a pretty um, uh, cumbersome you know, uh, situation as far as um, what went through. And I think that when, when, uh, when we got to that point, we all sat down and talked and felt like um, the best thing to do for Nick was to let him have the decision and then move forward. It, it, the appeal process here can go forever, as you know. I mean, it takes, and, and I think in, in Nick's mindset and, and our athletic administration, I thought, did a terrific job. Went out and visited with him, talked with him, and uh, I think everybody felt good about the fact that we would, um, you know, accept that and then put that you put that behind and know exactly what he needed to do and not have to live in uh, a state of, you know, uh, confusion uh, for any more any longer time, and I, I think Nick's been good with it. It it it's tough, you know. That's a, you know Nick Nick's a competitor. He feels for his his own ability to play, but he really feels, you know, like uh, he wants to get in there and help the team win. And I, I think that's the attitude that I really respect the most from uh, from the whole process. What's your intention at that point guard spot? Yeah, we got a lot of point guards. McKay's good at the point. I think Nick can play the point. Uh, you know, TJ and Jasheer both played that position last year. And I, I think that uh, for me personally and the style that we want to play and how we want to go with this group of guys, because we'll be a little bit smaller and this team will be a lot faster, a lot quicker, and we'll have to take advantage of that, that we're looking for playmaking guards. And I think we got a group of them that – uh, are ready to come out and, and and make plays, and if that's from the point position, if that's from you know the wings, um, I, I think that for me, I feel really comfortable about uh, some experienced upper class playmaking guards, and we'll use them the best we possibly can. Maybe compared to players you've had already here, where where might Connor and Gavin's maybe kind of potential lie? Like who could they? You know that that's uh, that's a really good question uh, because I think they're both all league type players. Um, they're in a, a situation that is is, is tougher for um, them than some others because we have a, a whole group of upper upperclassmen. The last couple classes that have come through here, the younger guys have got a lot of minutes and played a lot of time because there weren't experienced guys in front of them. Um, I, I think that. Uh, you know, th these two, uh, along with Colby, I mean, and, uh, you know, Colby's got a, a great future ahead of him, too, uh, that these guys, you know, you know will, will find their niche with this year's team. And it's, it's kind of interesting to, if you think about some of the really good players here, um, when you take Kyle Collinsworth and he played the four, you know, his freshman year and then went on to be the point guard the next three years after his mission, and you take Tyler Hawes, who was a, a, a big piece, uh, you know, to a team that won a lot of games. But his freshman year, he was kind of a third or fourth option. And then you look at Jimmer, you know, in his freshman years, uh, didn't start a game and ended up his senior year being the national player of the year. So this will be interesting to see how these guys find their niche on this year's team. We need them to be good for us to be what we want because we won't be deep enough if they're not in the mix somewhere. But uh, we also need them to be able to – 
um, you know, fit into this group and, and play a, a role of uh, really support and help, and, and hopefully they all flourish. You know, you look at, at Yoli when he came in and he, you know, started behind, uh, you know, a fifth-year senior basically or sat behind a fifth-year senior, and then um, unfortunately, you know, Kyle got hurt and threw him into a starting role, and, you know, he's kind of flourished and started ever since. And, and I think both these two guys have the ability to do that if, if that's what happens. Well, Luke, Luke is as good a leader and as good a teammate as we've ever had since I've been here. And I'm talking not just the years I've been the head coach, but in the 22 years that I've been here. He, he is assertive enough to go to the players individually and talk to them about how he personally can help them uh, obtain their goals and to become better players. He has no agenda except to win. And a guy like that, with the abilities that he has and how hard he works, he'll play a lot. And he'll find ways to get him uh, on the floor. Matchups will be a big key for him. But uh, you know, Luke's, Luke's going to have a big part in the success, success of this team. It'll it'll be it'll be interesting to see you know how what's mo our most effective lineups that we get on the floor. Uh, th there might be you know a time where you know we we've got four guards on the floor and Luke's the you know the the, the fifth man you know screening and rolling and you know getting himself in positions to get our guys open to score and then you know you, you think about his uh, his offensive game at Gonzaga last year when they just kind of left him alone. And we found him and found him and found him again, and I think he ended up with 20-plus points in that game. And so I think every game will be different. Teams will start to um, kind of show a pattern of how they're going to play us, and then we can respond and <clears throat> you know match personnel dependent on what people are doing. But I think we have um, an opportunity to, to play different ways. And with two post guys, with one post guy, Maybe even with, you know, no post guys, have five guys out on the perimeter and open that whole thing up to get us driving and, and kicking and spotting up for shots and trying to get to the rim, getting fouled. So uh, I think you'll see a lot of, a lot of different um, just approaches to our offense early in the season and then see what fits, feels really good. I talked about this earlier this morning when I was on Sports Nation that I think everyone knows and everybody at this time wants to run. They want to play a fast-paced game. They want to, you know, get up and down the floor, play an exciting brand of basketball. All the coaches talk about it, all the players in the offseason. And then when you get your guys together, the most important thing is to figure out how you're going to win with the group that you have. And I think last year was a little slower pace for us than normal, but we, we had certain personnel issues that we needed to make sure that once we lost Nick, who was a – and we know Nick's a, a up-and-down, fast-paced guy – he was one of our most experienced guys, and we lost him and knew we were going to have to rely more on other guys and, and felt like maybe a half-court game was a little bit better for the, the strength of this team. Yoli was more of just an inside guy at the time. So a lot of decisions go into how you're going to play. This team's, the plan with this team is to, to play like most of the teams we've had here, play fast and, and, uh, and get the ball up and down the floor. But uh, 
you know, the, the most important thing is to figure out how to win. And so if, 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 if that's what needs to be done over the course of the season, then we can figure out another way. But I think early, Jay, you'll see offensively a lot of different uh, concepts to try to find um, the best way for us to play with this group. Well, yeah, you, I mean, you have to win games, uh, but you can't just win games. We've had two or three teams uh, the last couple of years uh, that have won 28. I think Illinois State won 28 or 29. We, we, we scheduled them after they didn't make the tournament and said, hey, anybody who wants to play, play us. So we, we called and we got that game on, on our schedule. And St. Mary's last year, I think, had 28 wins, didn't get in. So... You know, it's not just winning games. You got to pick the right games and and be, uh, you know, in in, in the right uh, spots as far as the the eyes of the committee is concerned. And you know, and I, I do have an advantage now over the last couple of years as far as scheduling is concerned, just in the fact that we know what to do because Tom was on the committee for the last couple of years and he's seen how it's shifted. Well, I, I think there's uh, there's a lot of room for Yoli to continue to grow. I think he's uh, had a really good freshman year and then got a lot better in between his freshman and sophomore year and had a really solid quality sophomore season. Um, you know, you, anytime you you're your first team all league and whatever league you're playing in, you you've, I think he was the second leading rebounder in the league and uh, one of the top three or four scorers in the league. So uh, with him returning. Uh, the, the the issue is not to try to 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 mark that spot or to to make that or to better that, it's to kind of improve your overall game. And he'll be he'll, he'll be a you know, number one or two on everybody's scouting report as far as who they need to stop. And that will be his challenge: how he's going to respond to that, and how has his game grown to where he can, uh, you know, be able to continue on the pace that he's on. And uh, and not let you know defensive game plans and and and, and coaching uh, strategies uh, stop him from being able to continue to be successful. I think you'll see him with the ball in his hands a lot more. You saw that his freshman from his freshman year to his sophomore year, he he had the ball in his hands a lot. His freshman year on the block had the ball in his hands a lot. This year on the perimeter, making plays, you know, on the wing and at the high post. Uh, I think you'll actually see him with the ball in his hand on, at the three-point line and, and playing a little, a little bit like he played in that St. Mary's game in the semifinals of the conference tournament and, and, and against Gonzaga in the championship game. And, uh, and I, I look forward to watching him continue to pro progress because he plays, plays hard, he, he, he practices hard, he's a competitive guy, and uh, he's, he, he's a winner. He wants to win, and that's why he plays. So good guy to have on your team. Yeah, he does. He looks a lot different to me. And it just, I mean, every day through the weight room and through the annex and down in the marriage center on the, you know, going back and forth, he, I think he, he looks to me like a lot more confident, a lot more physically ready to play and compete. He's bigger and stronger. Uh, I watched him, you know, this summer make 
hundreds of baskets from the three-point line, and 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 I think that we're going to you know see a, a similar to his freshman year uh, when he shot the ball extremely well. Hopefully, he can get off to a good start and have some confidence and and uh, help the team win that way. Andy and 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 his ability to make plays. He's one of one of our really. Uh, best guys, you know, with his size on the wings to be able to execute our offense, uh, you know, on time, on target, on time with passes, sees the floor really well. And I think you'll see a, a, a big part of his ability to, to, to find guys in execution and make those plays happen. Yeah, I think Quincy will be a lot more involved vocally with the guys. I think that he, uh, you know, he's he's got a great basketball mind, and obviously, uh, the success that he's had as a as a head coach is tremendous to have on our staff. Uh, I think that, uh, you know, he uh, he's got you know just really good uh, ideas, and and I've got a lot of confidence in him. So I think he'll have a, a bigger role as far as. Uh, game. I, his role's been really big here last couple of years, but when you get to to the game, uh, you, you can't have you know five or six guys trying to coach the group. And so, uh, I think on game day you'll see him being a lot more involved. Yes. And the players and yourself have both spoken about how what a great advantage it is to have that. What are the fruits that you've seen from it? Well, for me personally, it's more logistics. You know, like right now, we're out of the American Center because of conference and homecoming spectacular, and we don't have to every day look for a gym to play in, schedule time around it. I mean, we we would always have a gym, but sometimes it would be a one thirty to three thirty or a two thirty to five thirty. I mean, so th this uh, for me, logistics is the best thing for the guys. I think that the routine is really good, um, but the, you know that facility I think uh, pays off the most for uh, the individual work that these guys get on their their time frame and on their schedule. They can come in for study hall and spend a couple, uh, you know, an hour or so with the tutor or a mentor, and then go right down to the gym and get up a couple hundred threes and. Then go home. I mean, and that, that, those are things that's always been difficult here. Uh, we've always had it available to us, but not on our on our schedule. It's been scheduled for us, and I think the flexibility of how we're able to use it is probably the biggest advantage.